Happy holidays, everyone. We are back with another episode of Between the Dots podcast, episode 11. We're talking Leafs, we're talking Sens, and we're keeping you up to date with news around the NHL. A solid week for the Sens, which ended on a rough note, and a big week for the Leafs. And a big week for Between the Dots podcast as well, as we bring you a brand new segment. All this and more coming up on Between the Dots. Let's go. Episode 11, excited for another good episode here. It's going to be tough to uh, top last week's episode after having Kyle Betts on. That was a great episode and I hope everyone had a chance to listen to that one and if you haven't, you should go check it out because it was a great interview with Kyle. But yeah, feeling pretty good getting into the holiday season. How are you feeling, Fox? I'm feeling pretty good. Got Christmas themed episodes going on. Got a lovely, lovely Christmas sweater that I'm wearing. Looks pretty good. We gotta get you one of those for next week. Yeah, no, it looks good. I think I'm gonna have to get myself one. Let's hop right into it with week in and week out. Oh yeah. Alrighty, so week in, week out for the past week where we recap the Sens and the Leafs. I'll get us going here. So as we were recording last week, we mentioned the Leafs had a 3-1 win at home against the San Jose Sharks to start the week off. It was a tie game going into the third, but Leafs had a big third. Got a goal from Engvall to get them the win in that one, so it was good. Like I mentioned, they had an unbelievably good November, uh, so they finished it off on a high note. They then had a few days off. The Leafs then traveled to Tampa Bay on Saturday night. They had a 4-3 loss in overtime. This was uh, maybe just the Leaf fan in me, but uh, the refs were, I don't know, I just want to say not great. I, it's easy when you lose a game to blame the refs, but like Justin Hall gets absolutely right on the numbers. Kucherov, terrible hit, two-minute penalty. Looked like a five to me. It was clearly numbers all the way. Regardless, but, uh, that's, a, that's a game you are wanting to win because it's against the Lightning, too, the team that beat you out last year. And it's funny that it was an overtime loss, too, where Matthews and Marner were both on the ice. Like, Marner and Matthews are so dynamic when they're on the ice together. And then in overtime, it's just they just forget how to play <laughs> hockey. I don't know. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Matthews was the one who kind of coughed it up at the blue line there as well. Yeah. So and tough in all fairness to them... The Matt Murray has been very strong, and we're going to talk about him in a little bit. But yeah. they bounced back. That was, that was not a good goal, though, in overtime. It was from like the hash marks on the on the boards. Yeah, not a good goal right under his arm. No, and uh, the lightning win. So no. they bounced back pretty quickly. Tuesday, December sixth, they had a four nothing win in Dallas. This game, the Leafs came to play from start of puck drop to the end of the game. They were. Killing penalties. They were stepping up. Guys got hurt. They were. Marner kept his point streak going up to 20 games now. Jason Robertson had a point streak coming in as well. Obviously, Lightning, or sorry, the Stars didn't score. So that ended for him that night. So I don't know if it makes you feel good to end a guy's point streak, but it was good to see that if one of those point streaks ended, I was glad to see uh, Marner's continue. And Matt Murray was phenomenal. They were taking penalties, like I said. The Stars were 0 for 7 on the power play. A good team like the Stars are rarely 0 for on the power play, especially when they get seven opportunities. The one penalty kill I'm thinking of in the second period, two minutes left in the second, Leafs get a penalty, so it's 5 on 4, 
Justin Hall grabs the puck, closes his hand, and whips the puck down the ice. Not really sure what he was thinking there. <laughs> just seen Hall that in just... beer league once, too, as well. Yeah, his <laughs> brain just shuts off sometimes. I don't get it. So he got that penalty, five on three, last two minutes of the second period. You're up three nothing. So right at the start of the penalty kill, uh, one of the Stars defenders takes a shot, breaks Marner's stick. So it's like a five on two and a half. Leafs killed it off. There was a huge block from Marner without a stick. Sandine, Lilligren killing penalties because the penalties were actually Justin Hall and Mark Giordano. The two guys were killing all your penalties. Sandine also had a huge block, and then Murray slid across for a big save. And no, it was a solid performance from everyone to get a shutout against the Stars on the road. Great, great bounce back game for the whole team. Yeah, that was an impressive victory. So Dallas was tied for first in the central division going into that game and they actually had the most goals scored in the national hockey league as well they're first in goals for their 11th in goals against their ninth in power play percentage their third in the league in penalty kill as well and it's a good thing they're third in the penalty kill because they're the 28th most penalized team in the league as well so but it nonetheless an impressive win for the leafs on to the sends their week last week started off with a 3-1 loss to the New York Rangers. This was after we had won two games against Anaheim and L.A., so two steps forward, one step back. We had that home-and-home home with the Rangers where we played them again on Friday. This one we ended up winning. It was a very big win Saturday against San Jose. Sens won that one, and then we lose 5-2 against LA on Tuesday night. LA scored four goals in the first 12 minutes of the game. So there's just no excuse. The team's not ready to play. And DJ Smith took ownership over that one, which, I mean, it is good that somebody took ownership for it. I mean, they're still dead last in the Atlantic right now. They're only two points behind Buffalo. But again, like it's not easy to make these games up. And it's a good thing we beat the Rangers this pack past week, a team that we may be fighting for a wild card spot with. But I mean, we got big games coming up that we're gonna have to start stringing together some wins. It's tough with those games. You keep thinking one of these games they're gonna turn it around. They're gonna get on a streak. Like you think Jacob Truba and Brady Kachuk fighting at center ice, the two captains. Like then Kachuk wins it in overtime in that game, and you think like, all right, this is it. This is the game. They're gonna. They're going to move on and keep moving up from there, and then they lose a couple, and then you think the game, I forget, forget who were they playing when it was uh, Giroux comes down on the breakaway with like not much time left, just blasts the clapper, goes in. Yep. Another big win, and you think, okay, yeah, this is the game. This is the one that's going to propel them forward, and they're just... And then another step They just back. Can't, yep. can't keep it going. Yeah. No, yeah. So I didn't spend much time talking about those two big kind of positive events from the past week for the Sens, but those were just electric moments from this past week. The the Kachuk winner in overtime and then Claude Giroux with the big slap shot. I mean, you don't see a, a slapper on a breakaway too often anymore. I just love the slap shot on the breakaway. Such a power move. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. So, again, hopefully, you know, the Sens can bounce back from that loss on Tuesday night and and pick things up when they play Dallas on Thursday night. Yeah, I saw the uh, the other game on the weekend. Talbot got up, had a little bit of a speech, and threw the game puck to Zaitsev. Thought, I thought you'd like to see that. He had, a, he had a decent game, I guess. Yeah, that one I feel like was a, a confidence booster. From That's why he was giving him the goggles. And Do you know the story behind that? Like, what, it, what are... 
It's the goggle thing. Yeah, so they wear the goggles that started with them last year. At the start of this year, they were doing something a little bit different, but since the losing streak, they decided to go back to what they were doing last year. But basically last year, if you remember, they'd hand out uh, the bike helmet along with the goggles as well. The reason they were handing out bike helmet and goggles was because it kind of symbolizes like it's a, a bike marathon, like it's like Tour de France, right? So the entire season, it's not just a sprint, it's a marathon, right? So that's why they chose the, the bike helmet and goggles. And I guess after they started doing that last year, Nick Holden, after he won them one game, he put the helmet on and he said safety first, and it just went viral after that. So it's kind of stuck with the team and since then, and they're, they're still handing out. This year it's just the goggles, and so it's yeah, that, that's what they are. So the upcoming schedule for the Leafs is Thursday, December 8th, they're home to the Los Angeles Kings. Saturday, December 10th, they're home to the Calgary Flames. And then the third game, third home game in a row, Tuesday, December 13th, they're home to the Anaheim Ducks. So three solid teams. I mean, Anaheim has had its issues this year. LA, good team, got a bunch of young guys, so they're still building. And then Calgary is a solid team. I mean, we know that big trade that we've talked about they made in the offseason. So a few more good tests for the Leafs. I mean, maybe you think for sure they should win a couple of these games, but I think they have a, a good chance to win them all. Yeah, especially on home ice. you got to give the fans something to cheer about. And uh, hopefully Murray and uh, I believe Samsonov is starting Thursday night. So he's been he's had a few games off, so hopefully he can get back in there and have a good performance and then have two solid goalies going forward for the Leafs. Yeah, I got all the Western teams coming in. That's yeah, cool. and we know how the Leafs did on their Western trip out there, so hopefully they do a little better at home against these teams. Yeah, they've been playing good hockey, though, so hopefully, like you said, they keep that going. For the Sens this upcoming week, they play Dallas on Thursday night. That's in Dallas, and it's an 8.30 p.m. start. Then they play Nashville on Saturday, December the 10th, and that's a, an afternoon start as well. Seems like Sen's been getting a lot of afternoon games this year. And then next Monday, December 12th, they're playing 7.30 p.m. against the Anaheim Ducks. So a couple big games there. I mean, it'd be nice if we just win two out of these three. Some news for the Sens this past week. Artem Zub fractured his jaw, so he's going to be out a couple weeks as well. And like as a Sens fan, it's hard to be optimistic that the team will make playoffs after what I've seen so far this year. They're sitting four games below 500 right now. They're 10, 14, and 1. And that still leaves them enough time to get themselves back into it. They just got to go on a win streak. But it's hard to see this team the way that they are piecing those wins together in a row. Unless, I mean, like DJ Smith is the seventh longest tenured head coach in the nhl and all the other coaches that are tenured longer than him the six that are tenured longer than him all made the playoffs last year we haven't seen this team prove themselves yet to be a winning team consistently so it's hard to be optimistic at the start of the season you're optimistic because you haven't seen this team yet so you don't know what they are but after seeing them through 25 games we kind of get a feeling that they might struggle with consistency and that's huge if you want to eventually make the playoffs and like if you're looking to get 100 points in the regular season which is the benchmark essentially for making the playoffs just wanted to quickly mention i don't know if you saw or heard about the sabers game tonight 
Tage Thompson, five goals, four of them in the first period, six points. He's got to be one of the most underrated guys in the NHL right now. Yeah, that's a lot of fantasy points. The second time this year he's had six points in a game. And he had 40 last year, and he's really turned into an elite player in the league. So I heard a a stat the other day, too, quickly about uh, just the Dallas Stars and how they've how they've become a really good team pretty quickly. I mean, we know when they had Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, and Pavelski, and they still have all those guys, but when those guys were their their main go-to guys, and now they have more forwards like Robertson and D like Heiskanen, but all within the same, the first two rounds, the Stars drafted Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, and Miro Heiskanen. Oh, have yourself a day. Talk about setting your team up. You get an elite scorer, a number one defenseman, and a very good number one starting goalie. Yeah, that's a complete draft right there. Yeah, I think Heiskanen was the first round pick, and then they had two second round picks, which wow. were Ottinger and Robertson. Good on the scouting department then. That's real good. Yeah. Another quick news and notes around the NHL. So we know how Shane Wright was struggling Goes down, AHL, comes back, and of course his first game against the Montreal Canadiens, the team he stared down at the draft because they didn't draft him, and comes out, plays them, scores his first goal, and I just thought, of course Shane Wright scores his first NHL goal against the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, you know he was definitely extra motivated that game. and Hopefully for his sake it, it gets him going, and I'm thinking he'll go down to the World Junior team here. I think Seattle will let him go considering the ice time he's got there and he's still eligible and could be a good opportunity for him to continue to grow so hopefully he goes down to the world juniors but yeah i was happy to happy to see him score that goal world juniors always so much fun to watch and i love the world juniors (laughs) best time of the year best time of the year so that's it for news around the nhl this week and now we're going to bring you a brand new segment we're going to talk about three stars of the week so what we're going to do here is me and Falks are going to combine between the Leafs and the Sens who make the top three stars of the week so it could be two Leafs one Sen three Sens three Leafs whatever doesn't matter we just want to think who were the three best players between our two teams for this week yeah I'm really looking forward to this segment too I'm pumped for this one I think it's going to be interesting to see the competition between our our Sens players and our Leafs players who actually gets the three stars of each week so definitely looking forward to to this segment so let's start it off this week with our third star of the week third star of the week from the Ottawa Senators Tim Stutzla Tim Stutzla had a great week he had two goals three assists for five points tied with Thomas Shabbat for the team lead this week in the last three games. Yeah, he's done a a great job and really cool fact about Tim Stutzla. From the the past three draft classes, so his included because he was in the year 2020, so from the past three draft classes, Tim Stutzla is the only player right now who is more than a point per game. And in the past four draft classes, there are only two players right now who are more than a point per game. That is Tim Stutzla, and the other one is Jack Hughes from the New Jersey Devils. So I think it's safe to say that the Sens have really, really hit on that pick with Stutzla. And, you know, he kind of, it was a little bit of luck 
that he fell to us at three and that we didn't end up winning that draft lottery that year. So, you know, things sometimes happen like that. And he's the, he's definitely without a doubt been the best player from that draft class right now. And second star of the week from the Toronto Maple Leafs, Matt Murray. He has been very good since coming back. I know we talked about his injury history every week because he's always hurt, but that game in Dallas, if he can be anything like that the rest of the season or games in the playoffs, the Leafs really hit on trading for him. You can just see when games like that, when he plays so good, the, the quality goalie that he really is back, like we talked about when he was in Pittsburgh, He's a good goalie. He just, when he gets hurt, he gets into those those tough situations and doesn't perform the way he should. But seeing the way he can and should perform this week with the Leafs is phenomenal with the 44 save shutout. That's why I'm giving him second star of the week. As much as I'd like to try and bash Matt Murray because he was traded away from the Sens, right? It's he was he was impressive this past week. He has the ability to really string together wins and like get on a hot streak, which come playoff time that's that's that could be huge and we'll finish it off with the first star of the week also from the toronto maple leafs riding a 20 game point scoring streak mitchell marner he has been unbelievable mitch marner is a great player to have on your team when he's killing penalties on the power play 20 games in a row with a point whether he's playing alongside Nylander or Matthews or Tavares he's just a solid all-around player has had a great month I know we're talking about stars of the week but you could (laughs) give him first star for the month but uh yeah Marner has been great and hopefully he can keep going and I'd like to see it'd be it'd be cool to see how long he can keep this point scoring streak going obvious choice for first star of the week he's been absolutely phenomenal for the Leafs this year he's a just a really impressive player like always creating plays out there no matter who he's with and yeah riding that 20 game point streak right now honorable mentions this past week for three stars from the Sens Brady Kachuk he had uh, that big fight against Truba and he's just been dynamite for us this year so he's gonna have to lead the way in the future as well and you got any honorable mentions from the Leafs I do Mark Giordano He has been so solid. We know a few years ago he won the Norris, and now he's kind of more in a a depth role with the Leafs, but with all the injuries they have on D, he's playing number one minutes again. Alongside Justin Hall, he's also been good. But yeah, Giordano's been playing like 26 minutes a night, killing penalties, and if the Leafs didn't have Giordano right now, I don't know where they'd be, so I'm glad to to give him an honorable mention in the three stars of the week. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best contracts in the league right now. The fact that he's playing for, what is it, 900000 a year, and he's bringing that to the lineup every night, that's unbelievable. Like, I watched him the other day in, in the Dallas game, and he made this pass to Nylander, which sent him in on a, a one-on-one, almost like a near breakaway, where Giordano, he could have chipped it up the boards and rushed it out and just tried it, but he took an extra half second just to hold the puck and let the four checker get by him a little bit more and it just opened up a beautiful lane and he made that pass to send Nylander in and just like that experience that he brings and that the ability to make those plays is just such a good value contract this year for the Leafs and he's a player too like if you notice he's not the quickest skater anymore but he's 
always in the right position, always taking lanes away, whether it's with a stick or with his body, doing whatever he can. And you can just see he's, when you watch him, you can see he's been a player that's been very good in the league for quite some time. We hope you enjoyed three stars this past week. Definitely a segment that we're we're going to continue in the future. And if you think somebody else should have been in there for three stars, drop a comment below and let us know who you think should be in there. So that's a wrap for episode 11 of Between the Dots podcast. How many wins from the Leafs are we thinking this week, Kijo? I'm thinking they'll win two of three. Maybe maybe lose one in overtime, get that point, five or six points, keep it going. We'll see what happens. So we hope you enjoy your week. Thanks for tuning in. What's coming up for us? We're continuing our Christmas episodes with a big Christmas giveaway coming up, which we'll share more details about next week with you. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure to share our videos, like our podcast if you're listening, and feel free to chat or comment on any of our posts or videos. And we are looking forward to next time. We'll see you then. And as always, go Sens go. Go Leafs go, baby. <laughs>